Oh, my lord, you wouldn't believe it. Oh, yes, I would. <laughs> I would suck his dick. <sighs> so what are you ladies discussing? Um... <clears throat> Books? Welcome to the Nerd Blitz Book Club! Pull up a seat and pull down your pants. Listen to us read and go on rants. Thanks for joining us this week for the Nerd Blitz Book Club. I'm Doom. And I'm Fitz. And we're back once again with Star Wars Dark Disciple by Christy Golden, chapters 32 and 33. Yes, getting close to the end now. I was going to say, holy moly, we've only got like three or four episodes left. Mm -hmm. And it really <sighs> it really feels like we're entering the uh, the home stretch. It's the final countdown. Mm -hmm. this, <laughs> this feels like the last half hour of the movie is starting yeah no shit like and i've i said before like um what did i say before lots of shit like the last yeah no shit <laughs> <laughs> the last hundred pages are when it starts to really kick in for me mm -hmm. this kicked in a lot faster didn't it yeah so last time we left off voss and desh and anakin and obi-wan had been dispatched uh after Voss had been rehabilitated and was back to his fighting self. The four of them were sent to investigate this supply, this separatist supply base that they had intel on. And they had just arrived there and encountered droid fighters, little dog fighting with them. And sure enough, the intel was correct and they found a giant storehouse of medical supplies and equipment and weapons and blah, blah, blah. And they had just gotten out of their ships and were ready to explore it and that's where we... Cut off. Yeah, so they're basically just all uh, astonished at how much shit is packed into this hollowed-out asteroid. And, uh, you know, they start the process of using the clones to move all the all the shit that they found, which is kind of fucked up. Like, hey, clones, yeah. hey, clones, come and fucking lug this shit around. Yeah, and, and while the clones are doing that, they sort of decide to split up and look for clues because Voss heads off on his own. Yeah, well, it was Voss's idea. I know. They didn't so much split up as he's like, hey, you guys handle that. I'm going to go look around. Yeah, which, that right there, hmm, you know? Yeah, really? You thought that was a setup? It, it, it wasn't exactly when he said that, but mm -hmm. it was after they'd started loading shit, he was gone, and then he started reporting back in. That's when I was like, hmm. Hmm. Which. Yeah, I didn't even think anything of it, really. I mean, I didn't think anything. That is my first 
that's my first note of this chapter because as Voss goes to explore, because I think he, they're trying to figure out just how big this place is, isn't that it? Yeah, they can see only so far before it's like darkness and there's tunnels off of tunnels and stuff's all packed yeah. in all over the place. And so he's just going to go wander around and see just how far this thing extends into the asteroid. So Obi-Wan and the rest of them, they, they hang back and wait for the clones to show up um, and start giving out orders to them to, uh, you know, they're going to need to bring in some bigger ships for some of this stuff. And even Obi-Wan uses the force to lift up this big, huge gun and put it in a transport. That's what I was going to say. I thought that was kind of interesting because... What was it, episode two, where Anakin mm -hmm. was playing around with the Force, and he was like, ooh, Obi-Wan would be so pissed because he's not oh, well, yeah. being too serious, but they're fine using the clones to, you know, haul around the other ship, but this, he's just like, don't worry, guys, I got this. It, it felt a little show-offy to me. Yeah, it did kind of, but at the same time, how else are they going to move it? True. That's the easiest way to move it, is for him to just pick it up and move it. I totally agree, but it just felt a little... Yeah, it's not the same as um, using the force to cut a fucking piece of fruit and, like, float it across the table to your <laughs> side piece. I, I, I fully give you that, but the way it was written, it just felt a little... <laughs> yeah. It, it just felt a little, like, as you're mocking, watch this, guys. As, as you are blatantly mocking the the rules of your faith. Yeah. <laughs> and, and laughing about it, trying to get in this girl's pants. <laughs> <laughs> and you accused me of fucking making Star Wars dirty. <laughs> That's not so much dirty. That was more like ribald. That wasn't even dirty. Okay. <laughs> we'll go with that. But still, it it just seemed, the way it was written, it just seemed a little bit like, hang on, guys. I got this. Yeah, well, it Watch was. This. Yeah, it happened real fast. Like, there was no setup to it. It was like, oh, you need that moved? Here you go. Yeah, so that felt a little hinky to me. But after he does that, and the clones are loading up the ships and shit. Yeah, speaking of hinky. All of a sudden... <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, uh, over the comlink, Voss breaks in, tells him to get all the transports and get all the men and get everybody out here right now. And Kenobi asks him, what's going on? And Voss, on his own, says, bombs, they've been rigged to blow this whole place. And when I read that, I was like, huh, his first big boy mission and... Mm -hmm. Ooh, all of a sudden he goes off on his own and finds bombs? That's a little fishy. Yeah, but later on they do, I think, they do successfully plant the seeds of reasonable doubt in, in, in explaining away why these things keep happening. That's next episode. Shh. I know, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> He's basically found the place is booby-trapped, and uh, I think it might have been... I think it was Obi-Wan that said, well, the droids must have, the droid fighters must have done that before they launched in case they didn't make yeah. it back. Yeah. That they would just blow the whole place. Um, so then we get like a little, uh, you know, the classic save yourself kind of evacuation scene where um, he tells everybody else to get out, but he's going to stay there with the bombs because he's not going to make it. Yeah. Um, but Obi-Wan kind of hangs back and waits for him to show up and they both make it out just in time before all the contents of that asteroid get fucking incinerated. Yeah, I think that's what my note's about. I read this like three days ago, so forgive me. <laughs> but that was a nice little piece of business there, I thought. What, that they, that they used just enough explosives to 
to uh, destroy yeah. destroy the contents of the asteroid without blowing it up like the Death Star. Yeah. Yeah, I thought and that then, was I like, thought that was pretty smart. And I liked seeing the clones again and all that. It was a good sequence, although it was a little a little bit hokey with the save yourself, man. I'm not gonna make it. <laughs> yeah. Again, this is probably something that would have worked better on on screen than in a book. Oh, no doubt. You know, it would have been a lot more dramatic to see it than than to read it. Yeah. There is something interesting that I've kind of realized reading this book is, and I mean, I've I've realized it before, like just having read scripts, printed out scripts, yeah. that, man, there's so much added between the page and the screen. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Even with, even with your own imagination, to see it come to life on screen adds so well, much to the, it. The thing about, like, with prose and with scripts and shit, as you're reading, there with when there's a lot of description and shit, I don't know about you, but to me, it just seems like everybody's standing around waiting for you to get back to the dialogue or something. Yeah, it kind of does. Because yeah, <laughs> you're like, yeah. hurry up, you gotta go, and then Obi-Wan's just kind of standing there tapping his foot, waiting for the description to be like, oh yeah, and then he jumped over a pile of shit and got, it, got in his ship, yeah. and they both took off and got away to safety. Well, and there's something to be said about the shiny the shiny object phenomenon, which is like, the the small flaws in the writing or the plot holes or the you know the questions like well, why the fuck did that why do you do that or you know that doesn't make yeah. any sense on the page it's yeah. it's hard to not see that but then if you're yeah. watching a movie or you're watching a TV show there's so much going on and there's so much eye candy that sometimes shit like that'll go by and you won't even really question it at least not right away yeah, it takes a few viewings yeah you just get so caught up in the moment or you just let it go and it's like well. Eh. But look at all this shiny it, stuff not over that here. Big a deal. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, did you see that poster in the background? Shit like that. Yeah. yeah. Um they all get out and Yeah, poor Dash. They tell they, course, they tell him huh? to stay here and pick through the rubble. <laughs> yeah. And then the then Anakin, Obi Wan, and Voss, they're like, Yep, well, let's head back to the council. Yeah, they're like, see you, buddy, and yeah. they fuck off home. Shortest mission ever. Yeah. And that takes us back to uh Ventress, and she's in that bar where her and um, Voss met, which I don't have any notes about this, really. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool, that it was, it's the bar on Pantora where they first met way back in the beginning of yeah. the book when they were uh, hunting for that uh, fugitive. And yeah, the when fir- they were courting. Yeah, kind of, when they're doing their mating dance. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so she's there, like, tying one on, I guess that's... Yeah, and she was, she was hoping by going there... It would help her let go of him a little, but it kind of had the opposite effect. Mm-hmm. Because as we talked about, I think last time, all of a sudden she's like a hardcore drunk. Right. Because she's trying to deal with him falling to the dark side, but no, he's not really bad. He was just making pretend, and now he's back, and he still loves her. And Yeah. I mean, her life has kind of gone down the shitter like pretty suddenly. Yeah. So. I can understand why she's a hardcore drunk. Are you feeling sympathy for her again? Yes. Oh god. <laughs> so I could I could catch her on the rebound. <laughs> I could be like fucking Larry down at the Regal Beagle and. <laughs> wow, dude! You might want to dust off that reference before you throw that out again. Nah, everybody knows the Regal Beagle. <laughs> uh, okay. If you don't Google that bitch. <laughs> So, any hoozle, she's in there getting fucked up, and who shows up but... <sighs> Voss. Which, this is where 
I'm kind. I started to be like, well, this doesn't feel right. This doesn't. I seem, was just gonna this, say this seems a little too convenient. Too convenient. To me, it just seems weird because Voss, Obi Wan, and Anakin all went back to Coruscant. Yeah. But somewhere along the way, Voss was like, "Hang on, guys, I gotta go." Yeah, I gotta make a pit stop here. This dude that they've barely fucking begun to trust again, like, I gotta, um, the thing with the, you know, I, I'll just meet you there. Mm, I gotta see a man about a horse. <laughs> uh, yeah, that. <laughs> uh, so, he walks into the bar and he's all pitiful and shit again, or still, or I don't really know. Yeah, he's pretty emo. <laughs> yeah, I know. I see what you're saying, I, though. It did feel weird, like, oh, and they all headed back to Coruscant, and then the, it's not even a new chapter; it's just a chapter break. And then, yeah, then he shows up in this bar with her. So it's like, what the? How much time jump between that? Because I'm sure he didn't just like, like you said, like, oh, go go on without me, guys. I'm just gonna stop off here for a second. They had to have all yeah. gone back and done some shit, and then he's slipped off. But see, the next chapter feels like when they got back to Coruscant. Mm. The beginning of the next chapter, at least to me. So, I mean, what else are we supposed to expect? Because they all go back to Coruscant, he goes to a bar, and then back on Coruscant, Yoda's like, Great job you have done, yes! Oh yeah, you're right, it does, it does, doesn't it? Yeah! So it's just Hmm. like, wait a minute, when does this happen? Yeah, I wonder if this is like a, not a time jump, but a time fuck, like time mindfuck. Maybe this was supposed to happen after the beginning of the next chapter? No, I was thinking, I wonder if this, would it be fucked up if they, because, well, I mean, I'm not going to get into it because I don't want to spoil, like, the next couple chapters, but um, I had a theory, um, and we don't even have to talk about it now because it might spoil the end of the book, but yeah, um, I had a theory about, about something that's about to happen, but, yeah. but the one thing that I couldn't reconcile was the timing of it. But if this yeah. chapter break was supposed to happen, you know, if later on we find out that this actually happened before a different part of the book, yeah, you know, and they're just they're telling it out of sequence on purpose to mislead you, um, huh. that would make sense. But I, I don't think that I don't think they would do that. That seems really fucking weird. Yeah, I don't think they would. I don't think they would actually do that. But that's the only way I could think of that my theory would probably work. Yeah. Well. Like I said, maybe it's just supposed to happen just after the beginning of the next chapter, which once we get to that, we'll, we should be able to figure it out. Mm-hmm. But it's it really seems strange to... We're going to Coruscant, he goes to Pantor or to well, the Pantoran bar, and then... And I guess technically it could be that, you know, they... Well, I don't know. I was going to say, maybe they just didn't debrief them right away. Maybe their, maybe their appointment wasn't for a day or two after they got back. I don't know. Anywho, some shit happens in this bar. <laughs> oh, yeah. They express their true feelings, and he melts her heart finally, and... Basically, he rededicates himself to Ventress. Right. Which, I don't remember if it's in chapter 33, or if it's after that. If it is, just tell me, and I'll talk about it then. But mm-hmm. the thing where Yoda says he looks into his heart... Mm-hmm. Is that in the next episode, or is that this episode? Um, I think it might be in 34... Okay. Well, still, as wise as Yoda is and shit, you would think that, like, he would feel, or not just wise, but, like, as strong as he is in the Force, he would feel like Voss's rededication to Ventress. Mm-hmm. Because he basically tells her, doesn't he basically tell her that, you know, I'm just going to help take care of Dooku, then I'm done with him, I swears. Right. 
Which, I would think Yoda could feel that, you know? Yeah, I would think. Or sense it or whatever. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know, because I think a lot of things during this time period, um, yeah. they're not sensing and feeling things they normally would, because the dark side's True, clouding I... everything. And uh, that's why I'm wondering if what Yoda's going to claim later on in the in the next couple chapters, oh, I wonder if he's just flat out wrong. Uh, we'll find out, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> He does admit during this that he did he did go to the dark side. Like when she saw him, he yeah. really he really was he wasn't play acting like he said he was. Yeah. But that it only lasted, uh, you know, until he forgave her for lying to him. Yeah. And then he, he you know he 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 turned his back on it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Right here he says, yeah. When she came back, it was just after he had held uh, Tholm's lightsaber and experienced, you know, her murdering him. He said he was reeling, he'd been starved, beaten, deprived of sleep, injected with things. Like hot beef. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> oh, shit! I wasn't expecting that! <laughs> neither, neither was he! Neither was he! <laughs> <laughs> hey Oh, God! Uh, no, I was assuming he meant drugs, but... Um. Well, yeah, that happens before. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm no ba do Um, okay. Ooh, let's get back on track. Yeah, but anyway, he, he admits to it and, and then says he's... he's But he still, still maintains that the dark side has no hold on him now and... um they talk some more and basically what seals it is you know she's like so you're saying you're you're willing to leave the jedi for me and he reaffirms that yeah he was serious when he said that before and he's got a couple more things that he wants to do to help them take dooku down and then after that he's because leaving. he thinks he owes him that much yeah but once that's done i'm yours and you'll have me which that sounds a little fucking rapey doesn't it no he says if you'll have me Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> I thought that said and. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, boy. <laughs> Leave me alone, man. <laughs> uh, on to the next chapter. <laughs> yeah, so the next chapter starts back on Coruscant in the Jedi Temple. And there's kind of a gathering in the um, council chamber. Basically, they're giving uh, Voss his wings again. Yeah. Right. They're they're basically saying thanks for this you stuff and for sa- for saving uh, Kenobi and Anakin and Desh and the clones yeah. by finding those bombs and stuff. And they're kind of saying that once again you're ready to fight against the Separatists. So they think he's yeah. he's fully vetted again. They're assigning them a new mission. Yeah. They send him to uh, what is it, Vancor? Yeah, they send him out to Vancor. Because Dooku has a listening yeah, base, they have a listening according station to their there. intel. Yeah, according to their intel. Which this here, I think they even sort of mentioned the episode, but this this sort of feels like the reverse of that uh, one episode early in season one or two, where uh, the Separatists take over that... Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, the um, uh, rookies. No. Yeah. Is it rookies? Uh, yeah. No, I don't remember, but... There's an episode early in season one or two where um, 
the separatists take over a republic listening base, blow it up, don't they? Yeah, they they send in like uh, commando droids. They're like look like fucking foot soldiers. They look almost look like foot soldier droids from. Uh, I mean, and I mean the foot like from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They look like oh, okay. they look like ninjas to me. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. They're basically ninja droids and shit because. They move, they move real fucking, they're not... They're super, yeah, they're super humanoid, and they're very fluid and not herky-jerky and overly mechanical like a battle droid. Not as like the battle droids right. or the super battle droids, yeah. Um, yeah, so they so send yeah. them in, so they send them in, and um, the whole episode is a creepy uh, kind of thriller of the clones in that base kind of playing cat and mouse with these droids that are inside trying to take over this listening shape station you said thriller right yeah i thought you said gorilla <laughs> no there were no gorillas in that episode no not gorillas gorilla gorilla <laughs> like what yeah gorilla is like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> like it was gorilla warfare and it's like what although in a way it sort of was because the clones were cut off and shit, and they were trying to save the base or yeah. at least blow it up so they couldn't get it. So it kind of was like guerrilla warfare. Kind of like guerrilla warfare, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that episode. That was pretty good. It's it's kind of um, dark and shadowy and, and creepy. I think Basically, it came out around... all the clone episodes are good, though. Yeah, I think it came out like the week of Halloween that year. So it was almost like a Halloween really? episode. Yeah. Huh. <coughs> oh, shit. Yeah, that's... I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. And it was really the first like showcase for the clones. Yeah. Because um, I think it was only like episode six of the whole series. So it was season one then, I yeah, guess. Yeah, it was definitely season one. Huh. And it was like the first showcase for um, D. Bradley Baker. Yeah. Because it's basically, he's the whole episode. Yeah, it's him talking it's, to it's himself It's him talking to himself in, in different voices and different personalities. Yeah. And it was the first time I saw those clones. I was like, holy shit, these are like individual people. Yeah, I really got that feeling from, like, Republic Commandos and shit, too. Yeah. From those novels. I mean, they go, like, really deep into it there. But, yeah, let's get back to the book. <laughs> <laughs> but that is a good episode. Everybody should check that out. They're still talking about the mission, aren't they? Yeah. Um, they asked Voss if Dooku had ever told him anything about um, a listening station like this on Vancor. Voss doesn't really remember... He seems to think that there was one somewhere. He wasn't sure that it was on Vancor, though. He thought it was somewhere else. Yeah, doesn't he say, like, I think it was, like, in that region, so yeah, this is probably it or something? Yeah, in that sector, yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of good banter here between Obi-Wan and Anakin and Voss. Yeah, that was pretty good. So they send uh, Voss and Kenobi to take out this listening, po listening uh, post, and Anakin insinuates himself into the mission as usual yeah. and they have to pick a fourth and so they they pick uh dash to go with them right uh i think oh it's no dash no dash is still on the uh strike yeah, he's strike still that sorting through shit isn't he yeah 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 so i guess it's just the three of them yeah that's what i thought yeah my bad i'll strike um, i'll strike that out strike that from the record sir it's these three fucking yahoos on a mission and they said plan accordingly because you could be in for a fight when you get there, depending on how important this site is. Yeah, because they don't know if it's like leaked intel to trap them in shit or right. What the hell's going on? Right. And so they plan. So they planned fucking heavy, dude. They're rolling deep. Yeah, no shit. Because I mean, the next page they're 
they're dropping out of hyperspace and uh, exiting their uh, fucking cruiser with 24 ARC 170s. Oh, yeah. I mean, that seems like a lot. What What are those? I think those are the... Uh, they're not the gunships. They're the... Um, I think they're the the X-wingy type things they're in episode three. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. You know where it's See, like that, that's like the one place my Star Wars knowledge falls apart. I don't really know jack shit about the vehicles. Yeah, like, there's I mean, I I do, they... but I do, but I don't know. I'm not as familiar with like the prequel vehicles, especially like the later ones, like where they start using yeah. numbers and shit. Yeah. Like I'm used to X-wing, B-wing. A wing. Yeah, like the X wings and the Y wings, I can tell them apart. Once you get into all the other letters and shit, it's like, oh fuck this. Um, so yeah, they're rolling into this place expecting trouble. Mm-hmm. And don't they do a couple flybys just to? Yeah, they do a couple flybys and a couple strafing runs too. They fly by it and they, or no, that was the. They they do like a a life scan of it or something, and it looks like it's abandoned. Yeah. <clears throat> but Kenobi suggests they should be cautious, and they try a strafing run to see if we can flush out any any hiding jackrabs. Which again, they bring in jackrabs. Oh yeah, yeah. They they say it like two or three times on this page, and it's like you know I talked about it before, but that does that does not bring me out of it one bit. I know exactly what they're talking about, but it's different enough that it's not fucking space bunnies, right? Oh yeah, so um, so yeah, they do do a, a a strafing run. So they they take out the the radar dish or the t- the communications dish that's on top of the listening station, uh, yeah. just just to see if anybody comes out to start some shit because um, <laughs> it, it looks completely abandoned from where they're at. Yeah. Um. So they do that and they get nothing. They get no reaction from anything. No ships. No people. No droids. No nothing. Yeah. So they and they're scanning it and they don't see any life forms. So they're like, all right, fuck it. I guess we'll go down there and see what's in there. Yeah. So they all get down on the ground there and they're kicking through the rubble, trying to find some barracks or something so they can find something that Voss can get his grubby little Peter Pullers on and see if he can find any indication of what the hell's going on. Yeah. Don't Anakin and Kenobi find it and then they have to call Voss in to... Touch it? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they find like every room they go into is kind of is just empty, and then yeah, or no, they oh all, no, he found I guess a, they all yeah, he found he finds yeah. a comb. Eventually, he finds a comb, which I thought was weird. Yeah, like that's a weird item for a Star Wars book, a comb, hair comb. One, it's a weird item to be like, yeah, he found a hair comb. But two, it's weird for something that personal to be left behind. Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, which have you ever gone into a, a house after it's been cleaned out? Yeah. There's always, but like, still, weird shit that just falls out of places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get that. But what I'm saying is, again, it's starting to feel Suspicious. like what's going on here with Voss. Yeah. Because this place seems like it's basically stripped clean. They took everything just so the Republic wouldn't have any indication of what's going on. Right. But Voss is like, look what I found! And it turns out the Separatists fucked off about two weeks ago. Yeah, they abandoned the place a couple weeks ago because... Dooku was afraid that he would let slip the location of this place after after he escaped, after he was rescued. Yeah. So basically, they're thinking that all this stuff's happening because Dooku's like burning all of his trails now that yeah anything that that, that Voss could have possibly given to the Jedi now he's got to undo all that. He's got to make all that shit disappear. Yeah. 
And he even says right here, which again, this felt so weird to me. He says, well, it means that pretty much any information I learned while I was with Dooku is now moot. And Anakin's like, hey, buddy, but we've got you back. That's what matters most. Which that felt a little after school, especially, but... Yeah, it seemed, Yeah, it didn't seem like Anakin really either. Yeah. Doesn't necessarily seem like something he would say. I could see maybe Obi-Wan saying it since he was close with him, but... Right, right. When Anakin says it, it's like, and knowing's half the battle! Yeah, it seemed almost sarcastic. <laughs> a little like, bit. Like, like, I would, like I would read it more like sarcastic. Like, oh, well, we got you back, that's better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As we're coming to the end of this chapter, Obi-Wan says, basically says, I think there's a leak. Now they come up with the theory that there could be a mole or something inside the Jedi. A space mole. Yeah, a space mole that's that's leaking information to the Separatists. Either a Jedi or somebody else that's got pretty high level information. Access, yeah. Despite telling Ventress differently and Ventress starting to let him in again, like I said, him finding the comb... Him being the one that finds the bombs, he really, it really feels like, you know, he's the one that's... Yeah, like he's a double agent again. Yeah. And it's like, god damn. And as it we'll see... It seems too obvious, yeah, I, I admit. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll see in the next uh, the next two chapters we do uh, next time that, I mean, obviously suspicion falls on him immediately and heavily. Yeah. Um, Which but to, it to me, would. like like you just said, and I I told you that earlier too, is like I'm, I don't know. It just seems too obvious, too easy. I'm expecting a swerve. Yeah. Like this is all he's being set up. Like somebody's playing this game to frame him almost. Yeah. I mean, it could be, but it just seems far too convenient for him to be the only one who can fucking figure shit out, or he's the only one who can find this, or he's mm-hmm. the only one that does find shit. I don't know, it just seems a little too... Yeah, that's what I meant, though, when there's enough reasonable doubt to me that, like, I I can't decide one way or the other. Yeah. Like, on the one hand, it's way too obvious, and but then on the other hand, it's like, well, obviously it's him, (laughs) you know? Yeah. It is a real fucking complicated issue. On the other hand, it's like, who else would it be? Yeah, because nobody else has the knowledge, the recent knowledge of both Which is where my theory comes in. Should I... Should I say what my theory is? Uh, if it's not a spoiler, go ahead. Or you want to save you it? You can always cut it. Or we can save it for the next. Uh, it, maybe it, save it for the next episode. Yeah, it, it fits more with what's with the things that are happening. Yeah, because we don't want to spoil anything. Yeah. So, overall, how do you feel about these two chapters? Uh, they were okay. They were kind of a lot going on, but not a lot going on. Yeah. I don't know. I both like and dislike the whole idea of there being a leak. Yeah. Because now it's... It's kind of like one of those tropes, like, it seems, I don't know, it feels unnecessary to have rescued Voss and then gone to all this trouble to 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 rehab him and bring him back and show that he's hasn't fallen to the dark side, supposedly, and all that just to blow it up over something as obvious or as, as silly as this. Like, I can't believe that he would, if he was evil, that he would get caught on something so dumb. Yeah. Or so easily. And... And it, and it feels like they've done this before, this whole leak thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they have done it before. Well, I mean, it's kind of like we talked about before with, like, uh, um, them using the seven samurai trope. Yeah. You've, you've seen all this shit before. I think they have done it. Like, there's shades of Barris Offie. There's shades of, you know, s- several different Clone Wars 
yeah plot lines that have, have well happened. like that one episode with that rhodian dude uh or oh, that right. rhodian broad right you know the with that love it's like security guy yeah our investigator yep it sort of feels like that too right so i don't know it, it this felt like um kind of ho-hub like uh, been there done that yeah but there was some fun shit in there like like i said the interactions with voss and anakin and obi-wan oh yeah yeah that was fun and interesting to read for me yeah i think totally. the next two chapters are better than these two chapters but i still liked these two chapters because it, it's kind of like you've got to get through this shit to get to the meat but that doesn't mean this was bad no and that that's what i was saying too about had this been on tv like the visuals of it would have made yeah. made it not seem as much of a retread or not retread but like something you've seen before yeah because it would have looked totally different than something you've seen before yeah um what else i'm trying to think is there anything else we need to say about these no i think there's a lot more to talk about in the next two yeah so are are we good time to go into our thank yous yeah i think we're good with these two okay thanks to at the j sarge for our theme song thanks to at sherry says for our logo and then thanks to at batcat37 and at tesd groupie for helping us out with the intro as for our shit follow us on twitter at nerdblitzpod i'm at the scooby doom you're at fitzman73 search nerdblitz on youtube there's lots of cool shit there we're on itunes google play stitcher tune in radio highaltpod.net and of course nerdblitz.com is that everything? Yeah. Nerdblitz.com. It's got all the links to everywhere you need to go and all the people you need to see. Yes, indeed he do. So I guess until next time. Bookmark it. This has been a feature of JJ2E Media and TSDJA Productions.